This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. The gospel of peace in preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and the readiness produced by the good news. I like on the clip that beast was coming toward the army and the army did not turn and run away, but they stood firm. They stood steadfast and did not move. Ephesians again, chapter 6, verse 15, the same passage of scripture in the easy to read version says, on your feet, wear the good news of peace to help you to stand strong. I need you to get a revelation that there is a real enemy that is attacking you. If you are struggling in any area of your life, whether it's in your flesh, whether it's in your mind, whether it's in your finances or your relationship, that means you are under attack. Are you listening to me? We have a real enemy that is trying to come against us. He's already been defeated. Now we have to stand firm and stand in readiness. That same passage of scripture one more time in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 15, the Passion Translation says, stand on your feet alert. Stand on your feet alert. Then you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. Brenda told her testimony today. How many know when you get a diagnosis with a big C cancer, that's an attack of the enemy. But she fought the good fight of faith. She kept showing up. She stayed strong. She fortified herself. And regardless of the doctor's reports that came in, she stayed alert and she stayed ready. So what was the end result? The end result was she was able to share the blessing of peace. Are you listening to me? No one stands by accident. You may fall or slip by accident, but no one stands up by accident. You stand and you stand on purpose. Listen, with purpose. Listen, for purpose. You stand on purpose. With purpose. For purpose, stand. When it talks about standing alert, that means be observant. Understand what is happening. Understand the signs of the time. Understand the things that we hear on the news media are designed to promote fear and anxiety and panic. It's designed to cause you to fight or flight, to flee in terror from the enemy. How many know that when the enemy sees you in the spirit room, you should be so fortified and so built up, he can't tell the difference between you and our anointed Jesus. So he flees in terror. So stand on your feet and stand alert. Stand observant. Listen, stand ready. Stand ready 
Listen, have you ever been anybody from my old zip code? You're from my old zip code. You're not turning your back on an enemy. You might walk backwards, but you're not turning your back because you're ready for action. This word alert also has reference to heads up. Be on guard. Child of God, I'm encouraging you today to stand erect. Stand upright. Stand planted like a tree whose roots go deep down in the earth. Stand stationary. Stand unmovable. I'm not moving. Are you listening to me? Stand. I'm encouraging you today to stand and stand on purpose. Stand maintaining your stance in faith. This is a a myth that people believe that when you're in faith, you don't cry. Now, you might have tears streaming down your face the whole time that you're in faith. You're fighting the good fight of faith. While I'm fighting, I might be crying. And check this out. While I'm crying, I will be fighting. Fighting the good fight of faith. First Corinthians chapter, hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Stand, stand, and fight. Are you listening to me? James says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you in terror. This word submit to God has reference to be in uniform. Be in uniform, uniform. Be in unison. Be in your battle array. Be alert. Be ready to resist, boldly resist the devil. He's nothing but a bag of hot wind trying to lie and throw accusations and slanders against your mind. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. All he does is lie. He will lie to you and say, you still believing for that? Don't you know God ain't going to do that? He's a lie. The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. Stand and stand, therefore, steadfast and un. Movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. If my intention is to win, then my fighting is never in vain. If I'm fighting to win, then my fighting is never in vain. I fight the good fight of faith. I stand firm, unmovable. I don't back up. I don't slack up. I stand in confidence knowing that God not only is able, but he will perform. He will do it, and he will do it for you. We're still talking about the whole 
armor of God. You have every piece of equipment that you need, every piece of weaponry that you need to combat the enemy and to stand in the victory. The whole armor consists of seven pieces of weaponry. The loin belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, which is able to quench all of the fiery darts, all of the missiles from the devil. He hurls them out as missiles to hit your mind and to hit your emotions to create an explosion of passion in you. Passionate rage, passionate lust, passionate anger, passionate hate. But when we stand with the shield of faith, the shield of faith is able to quench every fiery dart, every missile hurled at you from the enemy. The helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, which is the Bible, and the lance or the spear of prayer. Seven pieces of weaponry, weaponry, the full armor, the whole armor, the complete armor to win in every situation. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, the word of God, which is the Bible, and prayer will cause you to win every single time. The King James Version says, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We've talked about the loin belt, which which represents the truth. It anchors every piece of the battle armor. If you don't have the loin belt on, you're going to completely fall apart. Everything is going to fall apart. So it's the truth that holds us together. God's word is true, and his promises are yea and Amen. Then the breastplate of righteousness, it's made of bronze and metal. And the more that the metal rubs together, the more you wear it, the more illustrious it becomes, the more bright it becomes. Now it's heavy. You got to be strong in the Lord because it's going to weigh anywhere between 40 and 75 pounds. So you've got to be strong to bear up under it, bear up under righteousness. Here's the deal. Our own righteousness is as filthy rags. But glory to God, I don't have to rely on my righteousness. I rely on the righteousness of God. So when the devil comes hurling even factual information, telling you stuff, there was a movie say, I saw what you did last summer. When the devil said, I saw what you did, then you say, and I saw what Jesus did. It's not about what I did. It's about what Jesus did. So the loin belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness and feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Today I'm talking about shoes of peace. Shoes of peace. Shoes can make or break your outfit. Can I get a witness up in here? Shoes can make or break your outfit. Have you ever seen somebody shopping? You look on their feet, they got some biscuits on. That just messed the whole outfit up. Are you listening to me? When you see this impressive uh, piece of equipment, this full armor, you got to have the right shoes on for the right 
outfit? Have you ever walked in the door and people look at you from head to toe? Why they look from your head to toe? They want to see what's on your head, see how your head, but they're looking at your feet to see whether you really are put together. Anybody, I know Tyler owns probably 10 or 20 pairs of Jordans. Now he has new Jordans on all the time. Are you listening to me? And his Jordans are always crispy. You understand what I mean, crispy. When you have Jordans on, your Jordans shouldn't be looking busted. Your Jordans just ought to be crispy. Are you listening to me? They ought to be clean, and you, you ought not have a whole bunch of lines and creases and cracks and crevices in your stuff. Are you listening to me? Have you ever seen people walking their Jordans? They be walking like this. They trying not to crease them boys. They cost too much money. Are you listening to me? They want to keep their shoes crispy. Are you listening to me? And back, I don't know if they still do it, back when I was a, a kid in school, if you came to school with your brand new shoes on, somebody would always try to step on your foot. Man, that was a fight. That was a fight. You don't step on my crispy white shoes. That was a fight. Stepping on their shoes was like challenging you. Or in other words, it was like, who you think you are? Well, I know who I am, and I know whose I am. Oh, y'all better come up in here with me today before I go to preaching. Feet cannot, you can't stand up without feet. So feet are the important part of this verse. Having your feet shod or shooed with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Feet symbolizes your lifestyle. Feet symbolizes your lifestyle. It's a symbol of your lifestyle. It's how you really live. How you really, I mean, you're for real, for real life. It's a symbol. It symbolizes. It's a type of your for real, for real lifestyle. It's how you live every day. When you have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, shod means tightly put on. Tightly put on together, put on securely. The preparation of the gospel of peace, that means always ready, ever ready, ever ready to fight the good fight of faith. Come on, what person is in the army or in the militia got to go home and get ready? No, they come to the battlefield ready, and you stay alert. You're always looking. You're always watching because you're always ready to fight. I'm here to announce to you that we fight the good fight of faith. It's a good fight. Why? Because we win. Now, here's the deal. Jesus already won the victory for you, but even after Jesus has won it, you can still lose if you're not ready. You've got to be ready, and you've got to stay ready. Are you listening to me? You have a responsibility to be ready. Remember the ten virgins? Five of them were wise, and five of them were foolish. Five of them let their candles go out prematurely. They didn't have enough oil. They didn't have enough anointing. Are you listening? Then they tried to borrow somebody. Oh, no, 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 you don't have to go get your own. Come on, because they were not prepared the preparation of the gospel of peace. In my research, I found that this word preparation is only found in this verse right here in the whole Bible. 
That makes it very, very important that they use this particular word in this particular verse because it means making yourself ready. You've got to prepare your feet for battle with the right shoes on. How many know the shoes will make your outfit? You've got to have the right shoes on. You've got to have on impressive shoes for this level of weaponry. Are you listening to me? The gospel brings peace to your life, so you have to strap on peace so that it doesn't come off easily because the devil's after your peace. He wants to trade your peace for anguish, for panic, for overwhelm the whole armor of God. Today we're talking about the shoes of peace. Can I get somebody to help me with the with my props today? So let me have one shoe, Tavon, and then let me have one of the greaves at the bottom. So this is how the shoe, the this is a replica of an actual shoe of peace. And then this part goes along with it to make it like a boot. So there weren't really shoes of peace. They were really boots of peace. Come on, what kind of construction worker is going out with some chucks on? Any of them? Are you going out with some steel toes, some hard? You've got to have the right shoe on for what you're doing. We're in a battle. Not against flesh and blood, but against principality and rulers of the darkness of this world. So, what shoes go with this impressive armor? The whole armor of God. These shoes are also called kaligai, 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 and they, they resemble cleats. Where are my football players and my soccer players? They resemble cleats. They were heavy-soled, which means they had a very, very thick thick sole, a thick sole to protect your feet, and so that hobnails or spikes would be in the bottom. Now, of course, these hobnails are, are pushed down and graded down so that you can't see the sharpness of it, but often the hobnails were one to three inches long and very sharp, depending on your terrain or your environment. I know my son TJ was a running back, so he was letting me know that he had a certain kind of cleats so that he could cut quickly and he can cut and move. He didn't need shoes that made him stop on the dime. But the other players, which were the blockers, and I don't know all of the positions, I'm sure they needed cleats that held them in place to keep the person, the adversary, from running them down. Are you listening to me? So these hard sole, they were thick and hard sole to protect their feet. They were made of many um, many pieces of very durable leather. Many pieces of very durable leather to protect their feet from elements and to let their feet breathe. 
so that their feet weren't like trench feet. If you ever watch like Naked and Afraid in the survival movie, sometimes they get trench feet and their feet are so messed up they have to tap out because their feet are messed up. So these shoes were designed to protect their feet from injuring themselves and then, listen, also used to defend themselves against an opposition. These shoes of peace these kalagai shoes, which resembled boots or cleats, probably cleat boots, if I can create a, a word on today, they were firm standing for firm standing and for grip and for traction and for support in and on various surfaces or in various terrains. I looked up in the Webster's 1828 edition what a foothold is. Foothold, we're still talking about feet and shoes. A foothold from the Webster's 1828, and I went to that translation because at that time they translated words based on the biblical meaning because it was a, more of a Christian society and environment. And foothold meant that which sustains the feet firmly and presents prevents them from slipping or moving, that on which one may tread or rest securely. So we see these shoes, these shoes of peace. Rick Renner calls them killer shoes. They bring us peace, but they do great damage to the kingdom of darkness. When you had on these shoes of peace, they held the soldiers' footing in place. Like we saw the soldiers today, the monster was coming toward them and they did not move. Their feet were firmly planted in the earth and they were very, when you wore these shoes, you were very, it was very difficult to get knocked over or knocked down because the cleats, the spikes anchored you in place so that you would not move. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Are you listening to me? I said in the beginning, I got it from Tavon, you don't stand by accident, you stand on purpose. But when you stand with these shoes of peace on, you have anchored yourself in the ground. So come what may, I'm not moving. Are you listening to me? These shoes were designed that if you did get in a little bit of a panic, you can just jump up and run. You were anchored into the ground. So the devil comes with paralyzing fear and panic and anxiety and even torment. But with the shoes of peace, you can stand firm, you can withstand, you can vigorously oppose your enemy. Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 says, and let the peace of God rule or govern your heart. We've got the breastplate of righteousness, which is covering and protecting the heart. But even when my heart might get in a little bit of a panic, we don't, we, you know, we have, like Brenda said, when she, you, she got a cancer report, she was honest. I felt some kind of way. She said she felt some kind of way. But she didn't back up or slack up. She didn't run in terror 
she stood on the word of God. Now write this scripture down. I'm going to talk about these griefs, this, this shoes in a, in a moment, but I've got to give you this scripture. It's so good. It's so delicious. Finger looking good. Romans chapter 16 and verse 20. Romans chapter 16 and verse 20. Paul said, and the God of peace, the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The God of peace shall, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, bruise Satan under your feet shortly. Still talking about these shoes of peace. Now let me take a moment and explain about these shoes of peace, and I'll go on to explain this scripture. These shoes of peace had to be tied up and pulled and tightened every step of the way. Where are my athletes at, my baseball players and my football players, my soccer players? You take your time and you're pulling. No athlete runs out there with their shoes untied, shoes flopping up and down on their feet. My son Vance, who's a a varsity basketball coach, sometimes he tells his players to wipe the bottom of their feet off because their tennis shoes have gotten so much dust, now they're sliding on the basketball court. Wipe them off so that you have the traction that you need to compete at the top of your game. Are you listening to me? So can you imagine putting on this weaponry, putting on all of these pieces, and then pulling every string of leather tightly? It should do something to your mind. Are you listening to me? It should help you to fight the good fight of faith every time you pull that lace tighter. When you're putting on these shoes and you're putting them on tightly, you see the grooves, the greaves, the the hobnails. You pull it tightly, it should start stoking you up. TJ, do I have my stoke music? Where are my athletes at today? Don't make me have to sing my, my own my own theme music. Come on, where are my athletes? You start getting stoked, don't you? In the locker room. You got your helmets, you're hitting the helmets. Come on, you start getting stoked. Imagine you got this music going on in your head because you're fighting a real fight against a real enemy that's coming against your family, that's coming against your mind, that's coming against your body, that's coming. Come on. You put it on, you start getting stoked up. You're like, where are they at? Where are they at? Come on. Let me hear you. Start stoking you up, did somebody who going home and find a, ba- a game of kickball or something to play today? You're just ready to do something because it's something about it that stokes you up. So these Roman soldiers with these greaves on, they've taken the time to pull these laces tightly and tie them all up there, up their legs. It talks about here in this scripture that the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. This word bruise, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I got, I'm out of time. This word bruise means snapping, breaking, crushing bones, squashing like a grape. 
See why you got to go back to the original meaning of the word? Because we thought a bruise was just like a little bruise you hit yourself on the side of the bed. No, when it says that God shall bruise Satan under your feet, it means that God is snapping him, breaking him, crushing his bones, squashing him like a grape under your feet. The only rightful place that the enemy has is under your feet. The only rightful place that the enemy has is under your feet. Now it says, the God, the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. So in my mind, I'm thinking, woo, it won't be long now. Right? Because we think shortly has reference to when. Oh, no, it doesn't. This word shortly has reference to how how he's going to do it shortly describes how they marched they had hard short heavy precise intentional stomping steps that pounded and clapped as they marched in unison in uniform with the same cadence with three inch hob nails all at the same time, who can march with me? All at the same time. Can you imagine hearing that sound come? And they're arrayed with the whole armor of God. That's enough to intimidate you. When you submit to God, you're in the formation, you're in uniform, you're in unison, right? You're under the commander-in-chief. You're not doing your own thing. You're doing what God Marching together, clapping and pounding. And we coming for you, devil. We resist him. And the Bible says he flees from us in terror. So it shortly does not have reference to when. It has reference to how? I need you to get a revelation. The devil wants you to believe that he has, still has time to come up against you. He's already defeated. And this is how. Under the constant word of faith. I walk by faith and not by sight. I don't back up or slack up. I'm adhered to truth. I've got on the breastplate of righteousness. Yeah, my own righteousness is jacked up. But glory to God, I don't have to rely on my righteousness. I rely on the righteousness of God. Then I have on the shoes of peace. Now here's the deal. They peace for me, devil. But they detriment for you. So when I begin to tie up the shoes of peace... I make up my mind and I'm standing firm and I'm not letting the devil come against my peace. I'm not backing up. I'm not movable. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. I'm pulling them tightly. Where's my music, TJ? I'm pulling them tightly. As I'm pulling it tightly, my mindset has to change. Not only am I putting them on as a soldier, 
I'm putting it on as a winner. I'm putting it on as a winner. Come on. I win. I win. I win. Now let me talk about this part and I got to let you go. These are called greens. These are a part of the shoes. Now we know they have uh, the spikes at the bottom and we know that they have to be tied tightly upon our feet so it's not nothing you can just, they're not slides. They're not flip-flops. These are shoes of peace. And they're attached or adhered to brass and metal that is custom made for each person. So I have a pair that is custom made for me so I can't wear Tavon's greaves, neither can Tavon wear my greaves. I have to wear my own because they're designed to come right at the bottom by my ankle and come all the way up my leg. Here's the reason why. Because the enemy, see, they didn't have guns back then. So the battle was hand-to-hand, face-to-face combat. They would walk up on you and try to kick you. Kick you in the leg was one of their favorite, their favorite besides kicking you in the loins, kicking you in the legs was one of their favorite moves. And they would try to kick you in the leg to break your leg so that you wouldn't buckle. Listen to me, the devil is trying to get you to buckle. But child of God, you can't buckle because when you buckle and you fall, then his whole goal is to take your head off from your neck. The devil comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. He doesn't come to scare. Now he can, he'll scare you so he can sniff you out. But his real goal is to steal, kill, and to destroy. So when the enemy kicks, you can kick 20 times in a row. You're not doing nothing but hurting your own foot, devil, because I'm protected by the greaves. So when I begin to put my shoes on and tie my shoes up and affix it to the greaves, and I begin to march in unison, in uniform, according to the commander-in-chief, are you listening to me? That sound by itself is intimidating. And I know that I've already won, so I didn't put them on with the mindset of being a soldier. I put them on with the mindset of being a winner because all I do is win. Are you listening to me? Come on. There's a whole methodology. That's it, TJ. Come on, there's something about that metal, that metal sound to me clanging together. It just gets me stoked because I know that all I'm doing is I'm standing. Stand there for, having done all to stand. I stand in confidence. I stand in the blood of Jesus. I stand with the name of Jesus. I stand with the whole armor of God on. I stand with my feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Listen, and I stand ready to kick the snot out of the enemy. Are you listening to Tavon would say, kick the dog snot. Kick the dog snot out of the enemy. Are you listening to me? Last point, and I've got to, I want you to come back Thursday because i got to tell you more. Last part, last part. This is really good. You need to get this. The Roman soldiers were trained that once they started 
with their cadence, they wouldn't stop. No matter who got in front of them, they wouldn't stop. They wouldn't excuse anybody. So if you were crazy enough to get in front of that soldier fully armed, with his greaves on, walking in uniform, walking in unison, and you slipped and fell, then sorry for you. They wouldn't stop. Guess what they would do? They would trample right over the top of you. Remember, three-inch hobnails. That's enough to rip somebody into hamburger meat with the whole armor, the whole army coming behind you. I said that to say this. Don't let the devil stop you. Come what may. He's going to come with accusations. He's going to come with mind games, manipulative mind games. He's going to come with seductive setups. I told you everything. But we've got everything that we need for good success. They stop for no one. If you got in the way, you got trampled and you got crushed. Child of God, you've got to have the mindset while you're putting on these shoes of peace. I'm not letting the devil stop me. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to trample all over him. I'm going to kick the dog snot out of him, and I'm going to trample him like hamburger meat. Come on, you have to get a revelation that the enemy can't stand against you. He's already defeated, so all I have to do is stay in uniform, stay in uniform, stay in unity, and remember to fight the good fight of faith. It's a good fight. Why? Because we win. One more time, TJ. Come on. Who can march with me? Make some noise. Let's make the devil mad. Come on, you just you start getting a mindset. Didn't you feel your nose start going up on the side? Your eyes start getting squinty? Because you already know. If I'm getting dressed, I'm getting dressed not as a soldier. I'm getting dressed as a winner. All I do is win. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.